Hello there, and welcome back to Control Engineering's Bridging the Gap series, sponsored by Skynet. My name is Tyler Wall, and I am host number one. And the maker of that incredible sound effect, I am Gary Cohen, host number two. Today, we have a great conversation again with Xavier Mizrovian of uh, of Skynet, which, by the way, I didn't say this yet, but this podcast is sponsored by Skynet. We had another great conversation with him today about cloud-based SCADA um, and just what it means for the future and what it kind of looks like moving forward. Don't, don't get ahead of yourself, Tyler. I know we have a great conversation, but first, you have a question to answer, my friend. I'm ready. Tyler Wall. I want to, I'm doing this, I just, for everybody out there, for my own amusement, I'm doing this like, uh, like a, a game show, mm. like password. Yeah. Tyler Wall, your question is, what is your go-to snack food? Man, recently, it's been, ooh, this is going to sound terrible, but it's really honestly been- I either. know your dietary habits. Almost any answer you give here is going to sound terrible. It's either been like a can of corn, just like cold. You just open up, drain some of the water, eat it with a spoon, crack some salt over top. Or I have also been just, you know, spoon in the peanut butter, just eat a couple spoonfuls, put the put the peanut butter back, call it a you day snack wise. Like you do. Like I do. It's uh, different um, on office days, but on uh, home days, that's exactly what it's like. I got to tell you, the corn answer was both healthier and weirder than I expected. <laughs> Yeah, I just got cans of corn. I used to do it a lot with green beans. So, okay, well, you know, at least you're getting your veggies. Yeah. Um, like Tyler said earlier, we've got Xavier Misrobia back on with us. We're going to be talking a lot about uh, about cloud based SCADA, which I think is an important topic to be talking about. I mean, SCADA systems have have evolved quite a bit over the last 25 years, and they're just like everything else. They are moving to the cloud, which I think to people who are traditionally on the OT side, that's a scary, scary thought to move something that, you know, you've always wanted to be on an island, you've thought of as air-gapped, you've thought of as untouchable from the outside world. To put some of that information in the cloud um, is a very scary thing, especially because we've seen uh, cyber attacks recently. There was one on a, on a, a water company in uh, around the Pittsburgh area that, their SCADA system was hacked. So it can be done and it's a little bit scary, but it is happening. It is. I mean, that's just the fundamental part of digital transformation though, right? It's an ongoing journey where things are going to be constantly shifting just to two more future technologies. In this case, it's SCADA moving to the cloud, but because digital tra transformation is perpetually happening, right? It's not just a uh, a one and done kind of thing. We're going to continue to see as we move forward and progress as a society in the manufacturing space. Uh, we're going to continue to see moves like this that might scare your uh, your your run of the mill OT expert or uh, OT practitioner uh, or OT engineer, if you will. Um, but it's important to remember that this is just another step in that journey. And I mean, if you go back, like like Xavier was saying. When you now go listen to him in a couple in a couple minutes, uh, he talks we use about the future it. tense there usually, yeah, like he will say, like he will say, uh, you know, it's it's just the future, right? If you go back twenty years, look at Salesforce. Salesforce was but a meager thought. So, and now it's now it's a thing that's been commonly adopted. People were very skeptical of Salesforce back when it was starting to 
to uh, make its wins. But, you know, it's just an adaptation over time kind of thing. Absolutely. The world is changing. Keep up with it. Now, I understand why people are are scared to do this or nervous to do this, but uh, but there's also got to be a realization that this is the way things are going. So the idea is not just to do it, but to find a way to do this thing securely and to where you are not putting your your um, your OT systems, your SCADA systems, your PLCs at risk. Uh, but to, to for someone to speak about this more intelligently than mm-hmm. Tyler and I. Why don't we bring in Xavier Mesrobian? And now a word from our sponsors. Now you can integrate your SCADA system with Microsoft Azure and connect it to data lakes, analytical engines, historians, and hundreds of third-party tools. Cogent Data Hub for Azure brings your data into the Azure marketplace securely and in real time. From Skynet, secure industrial OT, redefined. And now back to the podcast. Uh, Zave is the vice president of sales and marketing for Skynet Cloud Systems. Happy to have him back on the podcast. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Xavier, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, I know today we're talking about SCADA systems and you know how they've kind of evolved over the last 25 years here, uh, especially as companies are talking about cloud-based SCADA. So how does Skynet address this shift? Well, I think, you know, clearly we address it. Um, you need to take a step back. If you take a look at SCADA, it has evolved over the last 25 years. You know, in our first generation, we were monolithic. We then went to distributed and then networked web-based. And now we're starting to see more and more cloud providers come out with these, you know, what they would call with the cloud-based SCADA. Um, So when you start talking about the cloud, you kind of say, well, how do you deal with the cloud when it comes to security? You know, I I think everyone who's listening to this podcast will tell you, we're never going to do SCADA in the cloud because you know, we have closed loop networks. We don't want anybody accessing that data. We're tight, tight, tight. Um, I, you know, I would go back to them and I'd say, look, I want you to go back 20 years and take a look at something like Salesforce. Salesforce had this huge campaign that talked about, you know, no software, no software cloud-based. Um, it took them 10 years, but today everyone's CRM, their most valuable component of their business is sitting on a cloud and it's just a matter of time. So we have embraced the cloud, um, but we've embraced it in a way that, uh, you know, it's a little different from most people. We believe that, you know, closed loop control is always gonna happen at the remote facility, but you still wanna have a hybrid approach to accessing that data, sharing the data to control from the cloud. And we can do that without requiring VPNs, without requiring open inbound firewall ports on the control networks, and we can do that in seconds. And so that's been our approach, and that's how we address the shift by saying, you wanna do closed loop control? Fantastic, because that's what you wanna do. But at the end of the day, if you wanna take that data and you wanna do a distributed control, we support that as well. Uh, given the recent compromise within the de- uh, with the Department and Homeland Security, what steps should customers be taking right now to secure a cloud-based solution like that? Oh, it, there's there's so many. <laughs> um, I mean, 
you know, the, the general consensus is security, security, security. I mean, that's the most important thing you need to be focusing on. Um, but, you know, there are some, there are some, you know, securing your OT network is not difficult as long as you play by the rules. Um, you know, the important part of this is keeping your source firewalls closed. So no incoming connections into the operations network. If you have no open ports, you have no attack surface that any ad adversary can connect. Um, your data source must only make outbound connections. So if you just do outbound connections, then at the end of the day, you're not going to have anything for anybody to attack um, because it's very difficult to attack an outbound connection. Um, should be using SSL and strict certificate checking. Um, that addresses your DNS poisoning, man in the middle and packet sniffing. And then, you know, you should also be using, you know, user IP password authentication to provide that added level of, of security so that we know who you are and where am I. Um, if you're going to start looking at the cloud, you should start looking at those security profiles as well. And so there's, there's really a whole segment that security plays when moving to the cloud or moving to that type of environment. So it seems that security is a top priority when it comes to cloud-based SCADA. Uh, what should customers look for in a cloud-based SCADA solution? Hmm. That's an that's a interesting and tough question. Um, so I guess from a, you should be looking for something that's, that addresses security and connectivity. And those are kind of the two independent features. And, and let me talk about connectivity first. Um, no SCADA on the planet, and I don't really care who you think you are, will address all of the needs of the individual manufacturing or customer. So you need to have a solution that can plug and play with other third-party tools. So I want to implement um, you know, AI, I want to implement um, analytics, you know, the big guys are talk about it, but they can't really implement it to the same level that each individual customer needs. So that's the first thing you need to look at is connectivity and third party. From a security standpoint, um, security should be administered on the plant network, uh, not on the cloud. So most cloud systems implement security in the cloud but where you want it is at the data source. And so as an example, if I take all my data from my plant and I put it up to the cloud and I say, I'm gonna do authentication in the cloud. The problem is, is that I may not want everybody accessing all the data all the time. And I may want to secure that. Well, I, am, I gonna am I going to um, rely on a cloud-based security to do that? The answer is no. You really want that security in terms of who has access to what, where, and when, where no one can touch it. And that would be behind firewall ports. In terms of access control, a good cloud system should provide access not only by the user credentials, but also by IP restrictions, and it should support two-factor authentication. So if you can implement those components, then that is a good cloud system. It's tight, it's simple, and it's secure. Yeah, we find a lot with cybersecurity, those, if you just uh, take those basic steps, multi-factor, strong passwords, things like that, it gets you a good way down the down the road, security-wise. Right, exactly. Um, I, I wanted to ask you one more question about, about cloud-based security, because 
When you're talking about, you know, the OT side of the house or manufacturing operations, moving anything to the cloud is a little bit anathema to somebody who's been working on the plant floor for a long time. So what would you say to a customer of yours who just is still timid about moving their operations to the cloud, not having something, you know, at their fingertips there? Well, I, what I would tell them is, is that it's coming. Um, it's a matter of time before you're going to get there. The question is, you need to get comfortable from an architectural side of how to do it. Um, and, you know, uh, everyone who's listening on this podcast has most likely heard of the ISA 95 framework. Um, and in ISA 95, you had segmentations between level zero to level five. Segmentation needs to be there. It still needs to be there when it comes to cloud. Um, but how you move the data between the segmentation is what's important. At each hop along the network, you need to restrict or IE remove any inbound firewall ports. If you do that, you create this layer of security that people can't break. And so your cloud just becomes another secured segment on your own network. And again, it's gonna happen. The question is at what point do you wanna embrace it? All right, Xavier, thanks uh, again for joining us and talking about cloud-based data. Thank you. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I won't take it personally. I didn't get a thank you at the beginning. You just thanked Tyler, so I'm glad I'm in there. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure talking to you, Zave. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And there you have it. Our listeners, uh, that was Xavier Mizrobian talking about SCADA systems moving into the cloud. Again, it comes down to how do you do that securely? Because as he said, it's just a matter of time before SCADA is cloud-based. So simple things, trying to keep those firewalls closed, no open ports. If there's no open ports, there's no attack surface. Um, the thing I thought was interesting there was him talking about, you know, you need something that addresses both security and connectivity. It has to be able to work with other third-party tools because that's just the reality on an OT plant floor. Um, but for, for the people like myself who would be nervous about moving their OT systems or SCADA system to the cloud, to a cloud-based system, you know, he made a really good point, which is security should be administered on the plant network, not the cloud. Those cloud services are going to have security as part of them, but security really needs to also be and, and primarily be at the data source. It needs to be behind those firewall ports. And that'll, uh, it, it'll at least add a layer of security to it. Those, those cloud-based systems are going to have some security, but I wouldn't put all of your faith in those systems. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of this can be just boiled down to just, you know, cyber hygiene, cyber best practices. If you're if you are concerned about just the vulnerabilities that are around, just aside from just cloud based systems, but cloud based SCADA systems, too, and just doing your best with what you can, because in the cybersecurity race, it's not about being the top dog with the best security. It's about being faster than the other guys that are aren't as good about their cybersecurity practices a little bit too. So just implement your best practices and make sure you're you're always patching, you're always implementing firewalls, you're doing everything you need to do, vulnerability management. Uh, you got your different uh, asset management tools as well and just making sure you're implementing what you can to protect what you can 
at your highest level, bringing those third parties to help you out, everything like that. And that'll get you on the right foot for protecting your cloud-based SCADA. You know what another great best practice is, Tyler Wall? What would that be, Gary Cohen? That would be to go to controlengineering.com, controlengineering.com regularly. Lots of great information on there. If you want to learn about SCADA systems, not just security, uh, you know, anything on the OT side, anything, PLC, SCADAs, all that stuff you're going to find on Control Engineering. You can find great videos, uh, great articles, webcasts. Um, Also, make sure you're checking out this new podcast, Bridging the Gap. We've got a lot of good information out there. Just finished a whole series on how artificial intelligence is impacting industrial automation. Please check us out. Yeah, and thanks again to Skynet for sponsoring this edition of Control Engineering's Bridging the Gap. And uh, we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Thank you for being with us, everybody.